Oh, okay. Welcome to the bathroom, motherfuckers. Let's take a shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have to come up with an opening for that. Okay, so <laughs> you guys, like I had alluded to there being something in video game design that is kind of deeply philosophical for me, and it's actually helped me process a lot. So this this is kind of like a... This is why it's like even calling these names feels silly, but like this isn't... This is the core. This is definitely the core, but uh, we... Uh, I started a new thingy called the bathroom. Uh, so I guess that's what this is. But like video game philosophy is clearly a fucking thing. Um, but like, why is that not a show is what I'm saying. <laughs> so that's a thing now. Um, and I'm doing it because uh, this kind of feels like... <laughs> God, so much of this is just tying so much into this particular game, which I've been wanting to play for so fucking long, which is uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Origin, which is the ancient Egypt one. And oh my God, do I have the hugest nerd boner for ancient Egypt. You guys have no idea. There's like so much to unpack there. <laughs> When you look at the spans of history between when the pyramids were built and the reign of Cleopatra, it is insane. Egyptian history, like Egyptology, blows my my mind holes, boy nuts, just cosmos bluge all over the universe. I fucking love ancient Egypt of itty bitty little pieces. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm playing this game and knowing very well that the, like, the people who fucking made this thing are history nerds. These are, these are some hardcore history nerds. And when I say that, I'm like, I want to work for Abstergo. And when I say that, I mean like, no, 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 I want to work for the fictional one. I want to work. I want to work for that one. I, I'm, it would be awesome to be involved in making these games because holy shit. But no, I want to work for that one. Like fully well knowing <laughs> because I'm like that. Oh God. Like. Uh, I'm a long, long, long time Sims nerd and I've been neglecting my Sims. <laughs> They're my, my poor children stuck in a poor uh, corner of my hard drive that I haven't seen in a long time because I've been playing Assassin's Creed and fucking slaying some shit because we're in anger mode. I think a lot of us are. Boone mentioned this the other day and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> she's in Call of Duty. She's like going out It's not coronavirus, I swear. Every time I cough now. <laughs> She's like going on Call of Duty. Oh god, I want to read her thing because it's just so fucking great. Uh, Boone going on Call of Duty and just kicking ass as a badass chick because she fucking is. Some little twerps like, are you really a girl? 
and her name is like Madam Boone something 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 <laughs> and she's like no I'm a woman and actually it says Madam which means I whore women like your mom or something I was like oh just trolling the fuck out of this like 13 year old dipshit who called her the n-word just like the epitome of online gaming which i just like i just don't i don't <laughs> you guys i don't i it's, i i love gaming that, that that that's a me time space that's like i need that shit on a little cartridge that i can blow into <laughs> and go to try and make it fucking work you know what i mean that's just for me i don't know about taking this gaming into the real world shit for me this has always been very personal <laughs> uh but anyway long time sims nerd and my favoriteest fucking thing you guys my favoriteest fucking thing in the sims 3 was uh, the world adventure uh, when they had egypt and i was like oh <gasps> What? What? My Sims get to go. <laughs> My Sims get to go to Egypt, and it's like this, like crazy, teeny tiny little Tinkertown Egypt, and like, oh my, you get to go inside the pyramids. But oh my god, it was so like they had to basically design those levels. <laughs> like minecraft like in blocks and you can see how they designed each each level in those the tombs in sims 3 which were fucking amazing i loved every goddamn oh my god i loved every fucking moment of playing the tombs in sims 3 and for real real not for play play if you were a hardcore sims nerd i made a couple of my own <laughs> Uh, which are totally outside the box and totally mind wave and not at all actually tombs But I used all of the functionality of those things to create other weird cool shit that you would probably like be super interested in I haven't played Sims 3 in a long time, but the fucking Egypt was always my favorite part I was like ugh, China ugh, China <laughs> It's like forget whatever France if Land, you can drink land and go to the museum. I'm like, that's fucking boring. I want to go to ancient Egypt. And Egypt, that fucking Egypt part of Sims 3 was almost my fucking favorite. And like, as far as like gaming goes, is is that a thing anywhere else? Like, where you get to like go run around. And like, this is an A. It's like at such a cool point in like Egyptian history. But, like, the people who made this shit were, like, hardcore fucking history nerds. So, like, it's, like, not to scale, but it's as, like, accurate as they fucking can physically make it. So, when you go inside the pyramids and shit, you're like, wait a minute. No, I've seen, I've seen, oh, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen actual, like, walkthroughs, go-throughs, like, of the act. No, that's like accurate, like as accurate as it fucking can be. They take some artistic liberties, obviously, but like, holy shit, they went to some lengths to make that shit accurate as fuck. I'm like, oh my god, huge nerd boner, huge nerd boner. Uh, and goddamn, see, the bell's far away now. I put it away, it's fine. Um, 
I should probably have a separate a noise for that, actually. Uh, dang. I need to make a video game there noise for that. But, oh my god, you guys, like, when I first started playing this, I got way too excited. And I started, like, just following the main story. Like, just through the whole thing. Because I was like, fuck yes, I want to go to Giza. Fuck yes, I want to see the inside of the pyramids. Holy shit. Fuck yes, I want to go to Saqqara and the fucking Ben's Pyramid of Sneferu. Holy shit. Oh my god, I want to go underneath the Sphinx and see what the fuck is under there. Oh my god, you guys. Like, I'm like... Gigantimus Nerd Moner A. So, the, fr the, the first playthrough, I got through it. And, and I got to a point where it was like, you got to the, like, if you continue, you cannot turn back. And I was like, oh, okay. So, I got, I got like a mini boss or like something big coming up. Uh, and I'm like, okay, let me chill for a minute. <laughs> let me chill for a minute. And realized that I'd breezed through like everywhere and I didn't really take the time to like get everything out of every single uh, new discovered land. Uh, you know, rape the earth for its wealth, so to speak, as the assassin. Uh, which in this storyline, you guys, this storyline is insane. The cutscenes like literally cut me to the fucking heart. I was like, holy shit. Oh my god, like, the, the cutscenes don't do that, like, usually I'm just like, ugh, whatever. Um, but the, the origin parts of the cut, the, the origin cutscenes of this storyline are like, oh my god, I, I want to be him. <laughs> I want to be him, and I want to bring vengeance, <laughs> like, oh my god, great, holy shit. But yeah, I, I, I kind of breeze through... Uh, all of the lands and just kind of passed through and went, whoa, oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> and like, went and checked out the parts that I wanted to check out, but then I got to a part where I was like, cleaning my hard drive, I'm cleaning out, you know, computer, you know, maintenance, computer maintenance, deleting stuff. And uh, I saw the, the folder was there. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about the save game folder in the My Documents folder <laughs> for Windows users. The thing in your documents folder that has your save games. <laughs> uh, I saw it and I thought it was for an older, it's ACO. I thought that was Assassin's Creed Odyssey and I oopsidentally deleted it. Um, <laughs> uh, my bad. Um, and like, I don't do that recycle bin bullshit. It, my shit just gets automatically deleted. It's just like, it's, I'm not one of those people. I don't need that. Um, extra thing to deal with so yeah i like tried to recover <laughs> my save game files and i couldn't and i was like oh no oh no am i destined to wander the duat forever and then i was like wait a minute wait a minute i get to start over and i get to start over with all of my knowledge and everything that i learned from my first run and i'm gonna kill this fucking game uh, so I bumped up the difficulty settings, <laughs> and because uh, I remembered a lot of a lot of the main storyline bits, I didn't go off and do too many of the side quests. But like this time, I'm like before I 
go to the next area. I'm like, I'm going to discover every square inch of this place. I'm going to do every side quest. I'm going to discover every temple. I'm going to go underground and get every single little piece of loot everywhere. I'm going to sell it all. <laughs> I'm going to upgrade the shit out of my equipment. I'm going to... I'm going to get every last little bandit camp and every last little fucking, uh, the little guys going along, uh, the, in, in the, the, uh, convoys or whatever, transporting goods, the, the fucking thieves, you get them, you fucking get all their shit and you use that to upgrade your shit and you just do every last one of those, every single last one, a little antelope and shit you gotta shoot it motherfucker that's what i'm saying it's, i'm trying to tie this back into like life you you understand what i'm saying like like you only get one okay and you can't just rush through that shit and be like oh isn't that nice no you gotta stop and smell the fucking You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. Fuck, uh, opium, uh, poppies are a big thing in, in this one, too. Uh, which, they're, they're true. They're, they're as true as they can be to, uh, you know, Egypt, which I appreciate the fuck out of. From everything that I know about Egyptology, it's like one of those weird things that I study for no reason, like quantum mechanics. <laughs> Like, I'm just like, that's a weird thing. Or the Bible, for that matter. Like, that's why I study it. I'm like, that's a weird thing. I want to learn more about that. Uh, <coughs> fuck, Ancient Egypt is great. But, oh my god, I'm so glad. That was such a blessing. Like, accidentally deleting that, I don't think that was accidental. I think that was, like... Uh, I think that was something deeper coming back. Like, no. Start over. <laughs> start over. And, and really get, cause like, after you've already invested in the character and played through a, a significant chunk of the game, I think I was like halfway through the game and I discovered the whole map, um, all of the lands, but I hadn't explored like 75% of it or something ridiculous. Cause I just breezed through the whole thing, but I was like, yay, I got them all. Uh, <laughs> or it's like, if you slow down and kind of treat it as like a 10,000 piece puzzle, <laughs> And you're like, no, wait, okay, this goes over here. And they're like, okay, these are the borders. Where's the edges? Okay, like, where's, like, okay, this part's red. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, connect the dots, take this space. So like, they're like, okay, how close are you to this bit? Okay, go discover that. You know, take that time. Oh, there's people in town who need you? Go to, go to every... Motherfuckers, this is... I cannot stress this enough. Go to every single side quest. Uh, Morty, <laughs> even even if Mr. Jellybean tries to rape you in the bathroom, that will be <laughs> fuck. Uh, that's a Rick and Morty reference for uh, the listeners who are like, "What the fuck did he just say?" Uh, I did no, that's not my idea. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Go do every single fucking side quest, every last one of them. Don't get in that like. I need to get to the next part thing because like all that does it just leaves <laughs> it leaves this trail of breadcrumbs or skittles or whatever you want to because it's like you got to go back and pick that shit up at some point you got to go back there and and continue that thing whereas like if you if 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 you get your shit together <laughs> Uh, 
you know, in the moment, in every in every place that you're actually at, you know, at the moment, if you if you take the full the full radius of your intellectual and emotional bubble and you treat every single moment as an opportunity as a side quest you need to grab onto every single one that you can try you know obviously it's within the larger character arc of your story it's within the larger narrative but the side quests are fucking everything you guys the side quests are everything to a game because, as I mentioned in like the last episode of The Core, the only way that these gigantic, fucking huge open world maps are possible, the only way that that's possible is if they condense the story down, the main story, down to a core. This is the core of the story that we need to tell you. And then they pepper it, they flavor it, if you will, with the the seasonings of the gods, the spices, the manna from heaven. Uh, They spice it with all of the extra shit, all of the other little silly storylines, which are are always (laughs) kind of like some of them are really cool, but most of them are really goofy. And I kind of really like that part (laughs) because it's like, Oh my god. <laughs> and this game is the best at that because I've like accidentally stumbled into underground parts where I was like, "Wait, what the fuck? There's nothing in here." And like, "What what is this for? It's just a long hallway." And I'm like, "Oh, this is from <laughs> this is a part of the game that was specifically designed for one of those not cutscene cutscenes where you have to walk through <laughs> a hallway to have a long conversation with somebody who's revealing their evil plan." And I'm like, "Oh, this is for later." <laughs> you know what I mean? But if <clears throat> because if you get to the new thing and you're like, "Oh my god, the pyramids. Let me go look at them." Whereas if you like actually follow the challenges, the story, the, the, whatever, the quests, they actually take you into those places anyway. The, 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 the quests take you to where you need to go. They take you to the camps that you need to clear, to the caves you need to explore, to the sunken ruins that you need to swim around in to find the treasure. They, those quests, they take you exactly where you need to go anyway you know what i mean so rather than being aimless which is fun which is certainly fun if you're just running around and whatever but like if you know to really get the most out of it and to be able to upgrade yourself every time you go to the blacksmith and get the coolest horsey skins Uh, God, this is such a good life lesson. This is such a good life lesson in in the morals and the ethics of of this particular story in this particular framing. I think it's fucking beautiful. And I think if more people were like pointing it out, <laughs> maybe maybe we could learn more. Maybe like if you've played that game of you and and you've never thought about it, or when I invoked the duod and wing the heart against the feather as like a maybe that's like it's on all of us you know like there is no there is no uh 
higher God in a, in a sense judging us for what we do. In a sense, everything that we do, we we weigh. It's our hearts. It's it's what we create is what it what is weighed against the thing that already is there. Um, it's on us. It's not. It's not a. Uh, and and you can you can see the beauty in an archaic kind of thing like offerings to the gods of this of this and that for uh like and so many of the spiritual rituals uh throughout ancient history particularly in Egypt and Rome and Greece I mean like holy fuck like when you look at the the deeper meanings at um the you know symbolism wise what things stood for why they appealed to that it's uh god there's there's something clearly clearly something in ancient wisdom that i i feel like we've totally lost just completely lost as a modern society like i don't I don't even know how else to say like we're kind of in the middle of the new enlightenment and it feels super weird and douchey for me to be like, oh yeah, I'm a part of that. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's like, no, that's what this is. We are living in the fucking dark ages, people. We are living in the dark ages, but like the darkest times are the things that bring the brightest fucking light. Like it brings the best out of all of us, which is why we're seeing amongst all this fucking darkness and scariness, like people are connecting again. They're talking again. They're just being with each other and caring about each other again and spending time together digitally when they can't spend time together physically even in times when they like wouldn't have been doing that anyway you know what you know what i mean it's just if you get caught in the machine and you you forget you forget who you are and why you're really here and that's fundamentally i think the biggest thing that's wrong with our society and i mean the whole thing i don't mean america i don't mean western culture I don't mean global, I mean the whole thing. I think that's what we got wrong. Um, Or that's the thing that we need to see is because we've created a system that strips us of everything that we are. Everything that we are. All of our beauty, all of our humanity, all of our love, all of our emotions, all of our passions, all of our curiosities, all of it, all of it, you guys. We are all born into a world that tries to destroy it. And you know what? (laughs) If this is the first time you're hearing this message, thank fuck (laughs) <laughs> that Mindwave was the thing to explode into the universe in your life that let you hear this for the first time because that's what this is. That's the mission. This is so much bigger than me or you or it, it's us. It's all of us 
this is a make it or fucking break it time. And you guys, I fucking realize I'm like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm a pleb. I'll, I'll, I'll grow p- potatoes. I'm not very good at it. And uh, uh, my pigs shit everywhere. And, and uh, they don't like me. They've bitten me several times on the toes. Because I kind of fold shoes all over the potato sack. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm nobody. I'm nobody, but that's kind of the point. That's kind of the point. Because if you're listening to this and you're like, no, you're not. And I'm like, well, exactly, bitch. That's that's the message. It's not, I'm not putting myself down. I'm lifting you up. Because you know what you do? You go, I'm nobody. And no, the fuck you're not. No, the fuck you're not. Uh, speak up. Like, for real. Uh, for real. Like, you have valuable uh, things to contribute. Like, for, for sure. Like, the only... The the thing that makes this show work is not me. I mean, on the zeros and ones level, in some sense, it does. But like on on a conceptual and a philosophical and a narrative and a it's just on every other level on the universal level, it is you guys who make this show, not me. This is not my. It, it it's like I'm stoked <laughs> to like carry the torch but i'm not gonna be fucking like cleopatra being like held up on a golden throne held by like 14 or however many slaves it took to carry up her like chariot across the dunes because she was a prissy bitch who was high on opium all the time and a super duper whore i love cleopatra oh god i missed the bell you guys, it's, it's, we need to come up with something. I, I haven't figured it out yet. I've been moving the studio around and, and getting things in line. And I'm actually going to use this uh, recording also as a thing to test as to whether or not we can hear the background noise from the mini fridge. Because, like, I have a mini fridge specifically for, like, beverages, um, and like the studio should have a fridge, but I'm like, can we hear it though? Cause we have those kind of mics. So can you guys hear the mini fridge? Let's listen. That's actually not a good, that's nope. That's not a fair take because I have my PC running too. And my PC is, is, is a skeleton. It's open air motherfuckers because this is the desert it doesn't have any side panels or anything uh so yeah all the fans and everything just open blasts everywhere but it's all lit up inside cute with leds which i like (laughs) god damn uh and you know what else you know what else as a part of studio stargazer that i got set up today which is not completely set up yet but uh Part of Studio Stargazer as a conceptual space <laughs> because it is an actual place, uh, which is slowly coming together. Uh, I have my big TV, uh, which is part of my surround sound, which is with my gaming, p- gaming and media PC for watching the stuffs. <clears throat> and then I have a separate corner that's like my piano and my keyboard 
and my Mikey bits and my externals and everything that I need there and everything around the sides. And eventually there's going to be a big couchy couch over there. Um, what I brought in today, I set up the new Metro shelving, which is like industrial metal racks, <laughs> which I fucking love. Uh, need to get more, especially for the garage since we have a two car garage now. Uh, <laughs> metro shelving. I set up the second full metro shelf today and brought the second TV in here. And I brought the Wii in here and all of my Wii games. <laughs> so, yes, Studio Stargazer is going to have a fully operational Wii and a large library of Wii games and uh, a, a decent library of um, like classic Nintendo games. Uh, I got, I remember, like, the one thing, like, to go and use the, did you buy Nintendo points or whatever to, like, buy the game to get to play, to install it as a channel on your Wii. I did that with two games, and I think it cost me $10, and it was the best fucking $10 I've ever spent in my entire fucking life because... It was Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and fucking Majora's Mask. So I have both of those games, the originals, on the Wii, fully like a fully playable official Nintendo release on Nintendo Channel installed as a like legacy game on my Wii. I have those fucking games, and not only that, I bought the special thingy that plugs into the Wiimote. That is like kind of shaped like the original controller. Not quite. It's close, but oh my God. So excited <laughs> to hook up the Wii. And you guys, I have the full thing. I got the balance board and everything. <laughs> oh my God. It's going to be so nerdy. You guys, really, really? I'm like, what if, what if Sheldon was like a real person? Because, like, in real life, he'd be gay. He'd be an ah, way more of an asshole. And he would drink too much. And he would be a bitch. And if that was a real person. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's totally me. That's just like that. Oh, yeah, that's totally me. But, like, yes, super excited. Like, literally, those are going to have separate TVs. Like, the Wii is going to have its own own tv with the sensor bar and everything over y'all <laughs> over there i might hook up the apple tv to that one though Ooh, i just see because i have an apple tv too that i haven't gotten a hook up in a while and you know what else i have you guys that I haven't gotten a hook up in for fucking ever an original s nes an original Super Nintendo with like two dozen games with like the big ones. I have all the big ones. I have the first handful of Mario's. We have fucking Donkey Kong Country. We have the OG shit with the original controllers. And I'm fucking nerd splooging again because we have never had anywhere to hook that up. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, we need to hook that up. Like, yeah, start I. Oh, it's horrible. 
It's horrible. No, but it's great. I love it. <laughs> the studio is coming together. I need to get one of these big ass uh, sexy leather sectional couches that has like the pop out bits, like the lazy boy bits. You can like recline, have cup holders, little USB ports. You can charge your phone. God damn, the studio needs one of those. <laughs> I'm looking at this wall and I'm like, mm, yep, this is the dog bed right now. Which, like, for real, real, I have slept on that dog bed with Leia. Because it is actually legit comfy. I made it out of memory foam. <laughs> it's super comfy. Jesus, what was he saying? Okay, you have video games, guys. For real. For real. Especially, like, <laughs> big open world explorer games. Like, slow the fuck down. <laughs> You're not in a hurry. Like, do every single side quest. Talk to everybody. Go to every market. Check and see what they have for sale. Sell whatever you have on you that you don't need. Upgrade what you have. Take every opportunity that you have in every single spot that you go in a game. Every single bit of wildlife that you see. That you're like, that's a resource asset. And you guys... I fucking hate this about games. I remember <laughs> I'm 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 better at it now. But you know what? I remember the very 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 first time I had to kill an animal in a game. And it broke my little bitch heart. I felt like have you guys ever seen the the uh thing of the the little kid doing the the Spider-Man piñata where they're like hit him, hit him. And uh, and he 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 goes he goes to hit the pin, the Spider Man pinata and then he drops it. He's like, no, I love Spider Man. He goes and he hugs it. And I'm like, it's that, <laughs> it's that that part of me. The first time I ever felt this in a game, I think it was the very 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 first Tomb Raider game, where it's, it's some kind of cave. There's water. There's water on the ground and there's like rocks that you're climbing up on. Okay. And you're trying to get from part to part. And it's the very first time that something else comes into the game. And it's a fucking tiger. If I remember correctly. And you have to kill the tiger. And I'm like, no, no, I don't want to kill the tiger. Tigers are beautiful. Fuck, I don't want to kill a tiger. That's not cute. But you have to kill the tiger if you want to make it through. So, kill metaphorical animals because they're not real. Uh, I guess that is the... Uh, modern excuse of like yeah I wouldn't shoot a cow in the head with a shotgun but I'll eat a cheeseburger it's it's the same kind of moral and ethical compromise I think we can agree <laughs> uh in this one uh in Odyssey it was like sharks sharks and sharks are really the only ones that I remember from Fucking Odyssey aminals, that is, the, the the big aminals that try to eat you. This one's the hippopotamuses <laughs> uh, and the fucking crocodilios, man. That's, oh, jeez, oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> oh, it's great. Oh, it's fucking great. Take your time, man. Take your time. Slow it down. Meditate a little bit. They give you that. They give you that powerful reason. Sit. Sit. Chill on a decision for a minute. Um, wait for the light of morning. Ding. Um, you know, before before you proceed, because you know what? That's why they make the games like that. Um, and we have we have an impulse. I think it's, maybe that sounds. <laughs> if I, I'm like, oh yeah, you have this impulse too, but I'm, I mean, I assume you do. Is to like, no, it's just like get get just go, just go get to the next part. Uh, but games specifically like this are are designed to kind of meditate on and to take every every playing session or whatever they're meant to be little things like go and do this one thing you know take on this one thing and like invest in it you know and like and it's just where you are you know and it's your domain you have full dominion over the whole thing and can reap all of the wealth from that one little quarter of the universe and it kind of super capitalist sense but you know what motherfuckers and just another dang dang uh you know what i don't like about these games <laughs> is that like okay i am 1000 percent sure if i get in a time machine and i start running around in a poor ass village that poops in the street I am not going to be finding money lying around everywhere. <laughs> That's like the one thing in these games that makes no sense to me. Oh, you found, you found uh, <laughs> five drachma in this uh, uh, a bag of rice. <laughs> it's like, okay, uh, right next to the, the <laughs> four drachma that were in the wooden crate. It's like, okay, bitch. <laughs> And this shit is everywhere, just scattered. Like I'm like, I get that they want you to like improve or whatever, but you're just like history wise. I would love to go back into a time period where you could just run around and collect money off the ground. And that this is another Zelda thing. This is an ocarina thing because all you had to have was the sword, and then you could just get cut down, cut down leaves and get rupees, and it was the best fucking thing, man. All you had to do was just chop some grass. Uh, God, Animal Crossing. And you know what? You guys know I have not played the new Animal Crossing. I've only ever played the original Animal Crossing that came to America, I believe, on the GameCube. That's the only one I've ever played. Uh, don't talk to me about new Animal Crossing. I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> I'm not there yet, you guys. I don't have time. But it's that same kind of thing. Like I, I, I think that part is a little bit too easy. Um, I think the rewards should be bigger and sparser. I don't think you should just be able to go and collect a couple dollars off the ground everywhere that you go. Uh, because that's not how life works. <laughs> but for some reason, that's how games work. And uh, don't get me wrong. I, I appreciate the couple extra drama. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, I feel like we need to be challenged more in video games. And you know what? One of my main complaints about this franchise, 
uh, thus far is that there weren't enough uh, puzzly bits. And uh, because I'm a Tomb Raider boy, like I've said, um, and this is totally a core episode now. This is way too long for the bathroom. Like nobody takes this long to take a shit. Uh, but there are more kind of puzzly bits in this one. And I'm like, Ooh, involving pushing and moving stuff, which I'm like Sims three. Hey, 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 Hey. Um, uh, no floor switches. I wish there were floor switches. Um, my one complaint <laughs> Abstergo. <laughs> if, if if that's the is that the is that the real name of the real game company that makes I don't know. Uh no floor switches, but we got we got that. Uh we got uh oh geez the hidden walls. We got we got secret doors, we got oh man, we got oh passageways, we got secret shit. Oh Oh, it's good. Oh, the uh that uh with the moving the moving and pushing thing shit, there's lever systems like where you got to work with like ancient levers and I'm like, "Oh, the okay. Now you're talking my language. Now now we're up to speed. Okay. Now you can com- now. Okay. Now you can be the cute boy Barbie doll. To my hot Tomb Raider Barbie doll that is my other video game crush. And now you guys can kiss. I think it, I think it's okay now. I, I think <laughs> my puzzly need, my physics-y puzzly need has been satisfied. Uh, uh, the climbing bits uh, are just great. Of course, you're going to get your routing errors. And the routing errors are always super funny. <laughs> And it's just oh god it's great i love the routing errors i love it when a character gets stuck inside a wall and you can't do anything about it <laughs> like when your objective gets stuck inside a 10 foot thick concrete wall and you're like uh okay what do i do now uh reload uh Jesus. It's amazing how great games have gotten, but it's so great that they still have those, like, even when you auto-route to location, especially in Assassin's Creed, when you try to auto-route to a location, you just get all this kind of fucked up shit. Uh, and I love it when the horses just, like, fly, accidentally fly up a cliff and break all their legs and just die. And it's just like, oh, no more horsey. You have to walk 100 meters until you can get a new horsey. <laughs> oh, God. Life lessons, people. Video games have so much to teach us. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the core. Video game philosophy. I, I think video game philosophy is going to have to be a thing. Um, because, you know what? Um, I had already been planning on doing a drunk philosophy series and a drunk science series and a quote drunk unquote history comma series do not see me uh Derek Waters but we were already planning on going uh those directions anyway we were going to make those like mini exclusives like 
uh, for supporters as part of the after show structure um, initially. But Boone, him, ultra superstar, uh, is doing drunk philosophy on her show. And we're going to get into all kinds of that shit over there. We're going to do a whole... (laughs) You guys, so excited for this. We are going to do a whole drunk philosophy series on drumroll. Rick and Morty. (laughs) Which sounds douche-tubery. Until you get to know me in Boone. <laughs> uh, this is going to be fucking phenomenal. I cannot wait to uh, dig into Rick and Morty with her. Like the the actual like. Because and this is another thing. Because this is like the cliche stereotypical thing about Rick and Morty fans as a fandom, which is atrocious. I absolutely abhor the Rick and Morty fandom. If you like Rick and Morty and you think you're being deep by being like, uh, I probably think you're a douchebag. So I'm coming into that hyper self-aware of that thing that like, oh God, like the people who just don't get it. There is a line there between the people who are like, oh, you just don't get it. And the people who are like, Szechuan sauce, I'm Pickle Rick, I'm going to jump on a McDonald's counter, I have a two-digit IQ. I'm like, there is a line somewhere in between there, but there's a- there's actually some interesting shit to unpack there. Um, <clears throat> philosophically, like like legitimately. like, And this, this is probably... Uh, Coming largely from uh, Dan Harmon, I would think, within the larger, within the larger story arc narrative stuff, because that's not Justin's thing. Justin, Justin is the poops and farts boy, and I fucking love him. Uh, Roy, I just, well, look at me using first names like I've ever talked to either of those fucking people. Uh, but. Mm. Justin Roiland's kind of like the, the the amazing poops and farts guy who comes up with Mr. Poopy Butthole and fucking courier flaps and <laughs> all these amazing just like oh god my flappy foldy flaps oh god uh, fucking foldy flaps <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, no, but I think that's probably the, the I, I think the, the underlying character development and arcs and philosophical jivings interdimensionally, interdimensional cable style. I think those are probably coming from Dan Harmon, um, with large influences by Justin Roiland, obviously, um, creates the fucking show which apparently i just saw a promo justin roiland is coming out with a new show and i'm like hmm hmm justin roiland what's happening what's happening you're not doing mm, justin something changed (laughs) 
What happened, Justin? I know the process. I know you guys signed on for like 70 more episodes. Are you guys having creative tension? Do you want to talk about it? (laughs) Justin Roiland, I'm here if you need to talk. (laughs) I'm here for real, bro. I'm here if you need to talk. Uh, Claudia Black is by far my favorite (laughs) voice cameo on that show. Uh, not even a cameo because she's credited. A voiced a voice actress appearance on that show. Claudia Black. Oh my God! I'm here if you need to talk. <laughs> you guys, Mindwave listeners, I'm here if you need to talk. Um, I have a lot on my plate. Uh, but I I happen to have a pretty big fucking plate. It's it's more of a platter. So, uh, you know, reach out, say hi. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say it. I am, I have become fully aware of the fact that 99.999% of the people who listen to this show religiously and love it have never told me, have never been like, hey, (laughs) I want to be a part of this. Like, that's the overwhelming vast majority of you. So, like, stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Say hi. Come over to the Mindwave Universe Facebook group, okay, to get an introduction. Dip your little tippy toes in the water. It's nice and warm in here. And then, when you're ready, come over to mindwave.media. That is its own website. In that place, you will be able to find links to everything. And I mean everything, everything. Every person who's been on the show, a couple need to be updated there. In the sandbox, the creators that we work with, the people who make it, the people who come on it, the people who make it possible, all of it are there, all the ways to connect on the socials, Follow us on Twitter, YouTube channel, smash the subscribe button. God, I fucking hate that shit. It's just mindwave.media, you guys. Just go to the fucking website. That's why I made it. (laughs) And it's getting better. But you know what else is there? You know what else is there? An escape. An escape. It's its own thing. When you go there and you make a profile, you have your own profile. It's yours. It's like old school MySpace. It's just yours. Just for you. And you only, it's like a real social network. You get to only engage with the like people that you're actually in a network with. It's like everything else is filtered out because it just doesn't leak into this particular pocket. You know what I mean? You don't have to see any of this shit. You only. You can like meditate on shit and focus on the shit that you actually care about. So if you listen to one of these series and you cannot wait to get into more, you can actually like take fucking long periods of time to like unpack that with other people who are working through the same kind of thought process. And I'm going to use that as an opportunity and a plug uh, for the conversation that is coming up. Well, it's Friday now, it's 2 o'clock in the morning on Friday now, so I guess technically tomorrow, tomorrow morning, 
we are kicking off the next session of the Outrage Machine. Yay. And guess who my guests are going to be, you guys? Oh, oh no. Let's guess what the topic is going to be first. What's the topic going to be? <laughs> uh, oh, man. So uh, this series has been on pause for a little bit. Our last session was a roundtable on liberalism. And this time, we are going to have a conversation about postmodernism, which I am super excited about. Because uh, I am like, who... (laughs) Who in the universe really is on the same mind wave with me here on on the outrage machine? The thing that I'm trying to get at: Who can I? I have to be the little kid in the playhouse. Where are my Barbie dolls? Who can I make kiss? And you guys, I found the best combination of humans on Earth to make kiss on a podcast like Barbie dolls for the conversation about postmodernism and it is drum roll I'm not adding sound effects to any of this I'm way too fucking lazy for that show right now <laughs> our first guest returning is Rio Verdenier who helped us kick off the Outrage Machine series and who am I gonna make him kiss Oh my God, it's Boone. Of course it's Boone, you guys. Boone him, Rio Verdenier, one room, postmodernism. It's going to be like the tits are going to be, oh, all the way off, all the way off. The tits are going to be so on fire. They're just going to fly all the way off. It's going to be amazing. I cannot fucking wait. I re- like really Really, 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 really like this is going to be special. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, I have a couple other little uh, mini projects um, uh, in the works. So I'll keep you posted on that. And uh, yeah, man, I guess that's it for me. Uh, Jesus, did it? How am I doing on time here? This is way too long for a bathroom session. Oh. Uh, well, hold on. I know for sure there are times I've spent 55 minutes in the bathroom. (laughs) The bathroom too. Yeah, just (laughs) the bathroom too, video game philosophy. It's, uh, you know, the bathroom is an extension of the course. So I, 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 because I feel like it needs to be. You guys, like for real. Uh, it's. I might even just stop calling it the core and just start calling it the fucking bathroom. Cause sometimes you guys, uh, like all y'alls, I just need to take a shit and like shit, shower and shave motherfucker. Not necessarily in that order. Uh, preferably, preferably the shit before the shower. Okay. <laughs> Dang. What, uh, just, what do you guys think uh, of the banter? I'm, I'm trying to be dirtier. It's it's a thing. I don't know. Do you like it? <laughs> I'm still trying to find my podcast personality. You know what I mean? 
Because it's very me. That is very me, but I don't know how palatable that is for the general audience. So let me know what you think on Twitter, at MindWaveGenero. Thanks for listening. Uh, God, fuck. I love you. Duh. Um, give me $5. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Okay, so one, <laughs> one other thing, which I am sure is specifically for my fellow assassins of the creed. Can I just say, oh, now you can walk? Bitch, fuck! Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You have a really good taste in podcasts, clearly. So you probably also have a good taste in friends and know somebody who would enjoy the show as much as you do. So share the love. It's what we're all about. Special thanks to the friends of the show who make it possible. Rob J. Wilson, Corey Wilcox, Phil Ord, Travis Meyer, Heather Cook, Julia May, Boonhem, Lena Miller, and Jereen Elkins. Join the MindWave universe at mindwave.media to be a part of the MindWave journey with us. Also, make sure to check out the other content creators in the MindWave sandbox and please help us support their work. Give us a follow on Twitter at MindWavePodcast. If you think I'm cute, you can follow me at MindWaveJenner. And if you think I'm annoying, wait until you see my Twitter at MindWaveJosh. Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next time. The Mind Wave Podcast is produced by Studio Stargazer.